You're listening to Adventures of the Soul Transmissions. Hello everyone and happy Valentine's Day, if it's still Valentine's Day. I'm unsure when this episode is going to air, but in honor of Valentine's Day, I wanted to come on and talk about sacred sexuality, setting a ritualistic and sacred space to commence in lovemaking, and just dive into some ways to really allow yourself to tap into self-love lately. And also um, something that's been coming up in my own life is sharing how to like fully open to your sensuality and your sexuality and how your partner can support you in that. So those are a bit of things that we're going to be diving into this morning. So welcome, hello, grab a cup of tea or cacao because you know I love my cacao. Um, And let's hop into it. I wanted to do a episode today on Valentine's Day because I've had such an interesting relationship with love and Valentine's Day and sexuality in general throughout my life. And I've always really, really loved love, definitely a romantic. Um, But there's been times where I felt like I needed to be having a lot of men in my life or having a lot of sexual encounters, especially around Valentine's Day, in order to feel validated or in order to feel like, um, yeah, in order to feel validated and in order to be able to like share something to my friends at the time and be like, oh yeah, 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 I've been doing this dude and (laughs) been having this much sex and I feel like that was a theme a lot throughout my life is like this needing to validate myself through how many sexual encounters I had and how many lovers I was seeing and how much I was playing in those realms and over the years after tapping into my own self-love and my own sacred sexuality, that has started to really, it has dwindled. It's completely dwindled. I no longer needed that. And I actually went through a good year period of celibacy and just cutting out um, those encounters so that I could really get resonant with who I am what my desires are, what my needs are. And also I just wasn't emotionally ready at the time to be in that space. So Valentine's Day in the past was a bit strange and weird and hard sometimes. So if you're feeling those ways, or if you're just feeling that way in general about um, your sex life or your intimate realms, I totally feel you. And I've definitely been there. (laughs) So now we're at the phase... Um, within my life, which is very devoted to sacred sexuality and intimacy and deep heart connection, which is really the most fulfilling place to be. And even if you're single right now and you're 
just playing in those realms by yourself. Sacred sexuality is such a beautiful way to tap into self-love, to honor your temple. And one of the practices that I used to do with myself in self-pleasure was making love to myself like a lover would. And I'm sure people have heard this many times in the sexuality, sacred sexuality space, but it is so true. Once you really start to love up on yourself in a way that you deeply desire and you start to align your life with your deepest values and what you want in a lover and you don't stand for anything else, you not only are giving yourself that love and deepening your relationship to you, but you're also sending out a like message to the universe that this is all you're willing to accept and this is what you desire and that will naturally start to flow in. So this Valentine's Day, I'm also sending out the message of if you are single, just really spending um, some time with yourself. So I wanted to talk about um, sacred sexuality and setting ritualistic space to make love to either yourself or a partner this juicy Valentine's Day or whatever day you desire because every day is a day for love. <laughs> no, that was super cheesy, but, um, <laughs> so setting ritualistic and sacred space is essentially just setting up your room or bedroom or wherever you're going to be invoking this beautiful artistry with your lover or with yourself. And one thing I like to mention is taking out all of the electronics, um, maybe having like a speaker or a phone for music, but really setting aside all distractions. So this isn't a type of like you smoke weed and you watch a movie together and then you have sex. No, <laughs> this is a very deep, deep container that you're setting for yourself and your partner if you so desire. So taking away all of the distractions um, and cleaning the clutter within the room as well. So setting up the bed really beautifully, folding your clothes, cleaning the space, um, maybe wiping the tables, dusting a bit, and then placing anything on your bedside tables or maybe you have an altar in your space. Um, any sort of treats or goodies, and this could involve flowers or incense or a diffuser going off. Um, you can also add in any goodies in the eating realms of like chocolate or cacao or beautiful fruits, um, divine food that you can play with feeding your lover. And this is really a space to not immediately hop into um, penetration or sex. This is a place to drop into intimacy and teasing and playing and really tuning into um, desire slowly. 
So after setting that up um, and maybe turning down the lights, invoking some candles, really adorning the space, especially if you're by yourself, because this is just another way to tap into that self-love honoring your temple and honoring your sexuality in a sacred way, which is what we're here to do, right? And that foundation of the container is immediately going to allow you and your partner to easily drop into relaxation, to drop into ease, to drop into, and also setting an intention with your partner of like, this is not a space to set goals or to rush but for a space to play and everything is welcome here. And once you set that foundation of like intention and sacred space, it's going to feel really easy for you both to blossom open and to feel more um, welcomed into an erotic union or an erotic space. Because sometimes we can feel a lot of pressure to do the things and have the sex and do oral and ABC is what needs to happen in order to lead up to wetness or turn on. This is not that kind of container. Sacred sexuality is all about really playing. I say that word a lot, but I think it's a really big one is just playing. Um, and it's really about deep intimacy and connection and I invite you also in this container of sacred sexuality, whether it's Valentine's Day or not, to either eye gaze with your partner or eye gaze with yourself in a mirror and really just set a timer for like two to three minutes, um, maybe longer if you feel the call and just allow yourself to breathe and be with either your partner or yourself and really just it this is like a telepathic or like a silent way of saying like I am here with you and I am fully present I am not somewhere else thinking about something else I am not trying to do something in order to get into your pants I'm not rushing this this is a signal that really always relaxes my nervous system to say oh, like I'm really being seen right now. I'm really being heard. I'm really being felt. And I can soften into this moment and into this container of wherever this wants to lead. So another great tool is the eye gazing, is the intimacy, is the heart connection. And that is the only way my I will flower open is if I have a deep heart connection or if I know that I'm being fully seen and fully heard and my lover is fully present with me. That is how you flower open, is you have the foundation of my nervous system feels safe. I feel safe. I feel seen and it's okay if emotions come up. It's okay if I don't like something and I can share that I don't. It's okay if I want something to happen and I can ask for that or I can ask consent, whatever. Um, so just a container of safety and of relaxation. And honestly, one thing that always, always, always turns me on 
um, without a doubt, is cuddling. And I know that's just the most simple thing, but honestly it is. And it always makes me feel like, okay, I'm not being rushed. And it's not cuddling of like sensual touch, but just cuddling where I'm like being held and I'm really warm. Also a warm environment is really important. Just putting that out there. Um, (laughs) You're not crazy if you can't get turned on in a cold environment. It's just a thing. Um, But when I'm cuddling and I feel really warm and really held and there's no touching or needing to go anywhere, I immediately and naturally get turned on because my body feels safe and my body will always lead. It will always be like, oh, okay, I feel safe right now. I can drop in. I can open. And now because I know myself so well, I can tell my partner like, okay, before we hop into anything, I need like a good 10 minutes of cuddling. I need a good like I need to breathe together. I need to gaze into your eyes for a little bit. Like I can tell what I need in order for my body to feel safe, to flower open, or in order for me to feel that turn on, um, which naturally comes on so easily because I know what I need to blossom. So that's where this leads me into what does help people blossom open and how can you support your partner in that? So we've already explored sacred space and ritualistic space and setting an intention of no goals, but just sensuality and playing in the realms of sensuality. And if you feel scared about playing and you're like, I don't know where the heck to go with this, um, you can, some examples are you can feed each other really slowly or sensually. You can speak words of affirmation to one another, eye gazing, um, cuddling. You can sit in yab yang position and you can breathe with one another. I suggest either conscious connected breathing or um, something a bit slower. You can do like box breathing together or you can just like match your inhales and exhales with one another. And that's very supportive. If you want something more activating, you can go for orgasmic breath or you can try out the microcosmic orbit. Um, you can also try things a little bit more teasing and kinky in um, trying out different sensations on your skins. Um, you can go into some sort of dancing or teasing or slowly undressing. Really, it's all about wherever your bodies are leading you. And this doesn't have to be a, again, a routine that you do every time, but (laughs) just really allowing your bodies to um, play with one another and lead. So that's one of the ways you can blossom is sacred container, intention, and playing. And then leading up to penetration, I wanted to speak to this because for women, it is a bit, it takes longer for us to blossom open and supporting your partner in that is really taking the time and not rushing anything. The moment we feel rushed as yoni holders, we can tell 
And that immediately, at least for myself, I'll speak for myself, but feeling rushed, we immediately clench up or like back out or we're like, oh shit, gotta perform or like, oh, I'm not ready, but like, should I be ready? And then we get really heady or we, our nervous system gets activated in a not great way. So really not rushing anything and asking them how are you like what would you like next or how are you feeling i know for myself what really helps me blossom open is usually oral or nipple play also some things that really help me blossom open is dirty talk and um that differs each time from how dirty it gets, but sometimes it's more sensual talk than dirty. Um, but sometimes dirty talk for sure. Um, and also something that allows me to blossom open is seeing and hearing my partner in pleasure. So also just, um, playing with each other at the same time and allowing both of you to be in that pleasure zone and just really again playing with one another and working up that pleasure so really it's not a like a race to penetration but it's the like beautiful again it's not the destination it's the journey but like (laughs) it truly is it's playing in the journey and that will naturally lead into penetration and sometimes you won't even need to go into penetration and you just want to set a container of like some men will be doing semen retention so they just want to take it slow or only do a certain amount of time but if you're wanting to lead up to penetration your body will tell you when it's ready and you will know when it's time to like fully go in but sometimes the voice of your yoni is going to feel more quiet and maybe you won't know. (laughs) I have a lot of women who say, I don't actually know when it's time to enter because I can't fully hear or feel the voice of my yoni. So a good um, note for that is being really, really, really wet. It's it's really important that the woman is lubricated. Um, Kiminami talks a lot about how lube, lube should just not be a thing because if you need lube, then you're not ready to be entered. So, um, wetness again, wetness and a softness within your yoni is a really good sign. Um, a deep desire obviously within for that is also a really good sign. Um, and just a feeling of like, for me, it literally feels like my yoni is blossoming, blossoming open and softening. And I often don't like anything, even fingers entering me until I feel fully blossomed. So you could even say to your partner, like, I don't want anything entering me until I let you know. And then that will also, even just the act of saying that will help you blossom open further because you've set those boundaries and because you've also set like, you've told your nervous system like, hey, I've got you. <laughs> like nothing's entering until you give the okay. So those are some tools for yourself to blossom open. As a man or as a partner, again, not rushing, slowing it down, um, really asking them 
where they wish to lead, and also you tapping into your own pleasure will help them tap into their pleasure. So both of you really tapping into your sounding or whatever it looks like to be in pleasure for you, there's no right way, um, will help your partner also to blossom. So don't be afraid as a man to tap into the deepness of your pleasure. And that doesn't have to look like it does in porn where they barely make noises and they're just straight faced. We really want to see a man flower open into pleasure and that will help your partner also blossom. So those are some of the tips I wanted to share about blossoming open. And then over time, as you continue to set this sacred space, as you continue to set this container, you will naturally like try out different things and see what works for you, see what doesn't work. And every time is going to be different, especially for women. Every time is going to be different. Just so you know, please take that in. It's not going to be like one time this felt super amazing. And then next time it's going to also feel that way. If it doesn't feel like that next time, do not judge yourself. It's just a part of having a yoni. We shift and things change. Maybe the environment's a bit different. Maybe your moods are a bit different. There's so much to turn on and to um, pleasure. And it's not going to be the same way each time. So just really every time opening to the mystery that is sexuality and intimacy and really coming at it from a space of we not from a space of we need to have sex (laughs) but from a space of I want to be intimate with you with your heart with your body and that's all or if you're just with yourself I want to be intimate with myself and love up on myself and that's all and if that leads to penetration amazing If it doesn't, no worries. It's really about the sensual play. And that's what really is leading you into um, a deeper life force energy moving through your body. Because sacred sexuality is about, you know, um, Tantra and the ancient Taoist traditions of like life force energy and and chi and chi and um circulating that sexual energy through your being tapping into true vitality and also um into a deep cosmic rich um union within yourself tantra is a lot about um the inner union with yourself but also the rich union with your partner which creates a totally new union as you interact with your partner, you're creating a divine and cosmic energetic source. And it's almost like you tap into this, this higher source, which you do. So (laughs) those are my tips, a little short, sweet podcast before I go to work on how to tap into sacred sexuality, how to set some space, how to blossom open and how to really come at sacred sexuality and your container in a way that is intimacy-based and has depth to it.
So that is all I'll share for today, lovers. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope wherever you're at in the season of your sex life, whether that's celibacy, whether that's you have a divine partner, whether that's you have many partners or you're dating around wherever you're at, just knowing it is sacred and your sex life is always changing, moving, evolving, and that is safe to do so. So sending you love and happy Valentine's Day if this airs on Valentine's Day. (laughs) We'll see you in the next one.